So good to have you on finally, by the way. It's been so long of just fucking me fucking around. I'm so sorry. It's been 18 months since I, I met you and I since we were planning everything. How I know. I'm the worst. I'm sorry. Um, all right, cool. We'll just we'll go ahead and start. Welcome back to It's a Lot with uh, with me, Abby Chatfield. I mean, it'd be weird if you're listening and didn't know who you're listening to. This week, I finally have an amazing guest on. Her name is Rosie Reese. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Abby. How are you going? I'm good. I'm, good. I'm so excited. <laughs> I feel like this has been a long time coming. Oh, my God. The longest time. So we literally met, yeah, we were just saying eight, about 18 months ago, and you had gifted me one of your amazing sacred squirter crystal dildos. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I do want to ask you things because <laughs> I did ask you at the time how to squirt, and I still haven't <laughs> done it, so we need to go into more depth if that's oh, possible. Yeah. Okay. And I met uh, your gorgeous fiancé now, Ash, and we did a jungle body class, and you two were just so lovely and amazing and I wish I was able to come and see you guys again because of COVID I haven't seen you in person since. I know and you're meant to come to the nude yoga workshop and yes. then I got really sick. I thought I had bloody COVID. It was right when COVID hit. Yes, and it was so a I had to cancel everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you still got to come to that as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm doing everything. I'll, I'll come to Perth soon as well because I miss Perth. So for those of you who don't know, Rosie, can you explain all the things you do? Because I feel like I'll start listing and I'll miss something. So just just <laughs> oh go. My God. Just There's tell a the lot. There's a lot. Okay, so I'm the founder of Yoni Pleasure Palace, which is Australia's number one retail or online shop for crystal and glass pleasure wands and yoni eggs. I'm the founder of, or the creator, I should say, of women's nude yoga, so Naked Awakening, which is a three-hour workshop designed to help women basically come into a really safe, honouring space and get naked and feel mm-hmm. feel comfortable to do that and feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and shed so many layers of you know just fears and inhibitions and insecurities Mm -hmm. and all these beliefs that we've taken on over the years that don't really serve us and what else do I do I'm a sex and relationship coach and then I just love making up hashtags so this year I made up the hashtag (laughs) stop sucking it in yes so that's been huge Mm -hmm. and then a few years ago I started the hashtag sensual eating yes um, I was watching your stories today of that it's it's a, yeah. it's very very erotic it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit much for me to watch also if you don't know we'll get put a video up plus some real but Rosie's like ridiculously pretty like it's quite painful to look I came in and I was like isn't she beautiful and then Elise was like your mic's on like yeah. <laughs> uh, hashtag sort of, girl crush hashtag yeah. the biggest right crush on Rosie <laughs> Um, and Ash as well. Both of them are so beautiful. But, yeah, so you just do – you empower women every day on your Instagram. I love following you in general and I love what you do and I think it's so incredible. But when you talk about the nude yoga, because I didn't get to do it, so what about the nude yoga do you think brings that shedding of all of these negativities we have about ourselves? Like what element do you think of it brings that? I think that from such a young age we are conditioned to believe that our naked body is shameful or something to cover up, something to be embarrassed about, something sexual. And I think when I first started teaching the workshops, that was my main goal was to desexualize female nudity. Mm. I really didn't believe that just because a woman's naked it has to be sexy or, you know, like, you know, something to be objectified basically mm. by men or people in general. Yeah, like getting rid of the male gaze. That's yes. not all about the male gaze. We're allowed to be naked exactly. without it being a sex. We're allowed to have a shower without it being like some suddy, like... 
Exactly. And when I first started, like literally six years ago, I remember I put an event on Facebook and it went viral. Like I'm telling you, hundreds of thousands of people clicked going as a bit of a joke. Like fully viral? Oh my God, what? Totally viral. This is how my Instagram blew up. Really? And I was like, yeah. Wait, tell us that story. But it was all men. Wait, so, oh, they thought it was funny. They thought it was funny. Initially, I was really annoyed because it was like the grossest comments. Like, oh my God, is this some big orgy? And then I was like, wait a second, these guys are giving me free advertising. And Mm. the workshop sold out. I went on every radio show and like, I'm like, thanks guys. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so initially that's how it kind of got out there. And I posted a photo on Instagram and it just literally overnight 20,000 followers. And I don't post nudes anymore just because it's not not even worth it. I can't. You just get booted off for yeah. like a side boob these days. Yeah, even like um, photos in lingerie, you get you get booted off sometimes. Like I follow a few like kink pages and they don't post anything explicit, but it's you know they see a leather collar and they're like gone. And I yeah. get how it works. It's like what? I don't I don't get Aww. what the rules actually are. But yeah, it's not worth it anymore, is it? It's just it's not worth know, it. Alluding to stuff. Yeah, just I just feel like imagine. I don't a naked even type body. out the word naked. I put N double O D now. That's really? how crazy it is. Yeah. Wow. So that's why I think this work is so important because, mm. yeah, like coming in and getting naked on a yoga mat in a candlelit space for three hours, it really does bring up a bit of shit to the surface for sure. Like most of the time, it's just you know twenty five women crying, you know, and letting go of all this shit that they've held on to for years. Wow. Like crying mm. while doing yoga, my goal, my two favorite things, to cry and to do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever cried on your naked, like, and felt your tears touch your naked body? Probably, I know that yeah. Sounds- <laughs> I mean, I'm naked a lot. I'm mainly naked around my house, so probably I, I cry a lot, nude a lot. I've never done naked, naked yoga, though, but I feel like I should save that for you. I should save it until. Yeah, Elise save is nodding so furiously. Elise is nodding and she's like, naked yoga, yes. Have you gone to a naked yoga class, Elise? I've only ever gone to like one yoga class. So why were you so enthusiastic? <laughs> oh, oh, I was just like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Like- I was like, I do want to do that. I want to feel my tears on my titties. <laughs> <laughs> That's the selling point. That's me advertising my work. Tears. That can be the slogan, tears on titties. Tears on titties. That's beautiful. Is it the fact that there's all women together? Is it just being naked and stretching and because in yoga like if you haven't done yoga before if you're listening I find it quite like sensual doing yoga like I really enjoy yoga because you can feel every muscle and you can feel it's kind of like you stretch until it feels good or it feels powerful or it feels strong you know so I feel like already it's quite like a somatic like grounding experience for me so being naked would just add so much top of that and then I imagine being with other women would add it even more so is that very the idea? Much so. And the style of yoga I teach is very sensual and like it's getting women into their feminine expression, whether mm-hmm. that's wild. Like I, I make a lot of sound. Actually, it puts it can be pretty intense for some <laughs> women. They're like, are we meant to make these sounds? I invite women to make the sounds, mm-hmm. but they, they don't have to. It's it's a full body expression of yourself. So, And it, it can, a lot of women say that they actually go home and have the best sex of their life or the best masturbation of their life because they're so open and they've just spent you know, a couple of hours naked. And at the end of the workshop, they're literally walking around hugging all the women. Like they don't even care anymore. Like it's just, Mm. it really dissipates like all those things that you're holding on to. And then they get home. And I've even had a few women conceive babies on the night of nude yoga because they go home and they're like just so wild and raw and connected. Yeah. 
Oh my God, that's amazing. Has anyone ever come to you and said, I can't orgasm and then done a class with you or done a workshop with you and been able to? I'm sure you've... Yeah. What's your advice? How do you... Because I have a few friends that have an orgasm and I'm like, ah! (laughs) I I feel like... I'm like, I think I know what to say, but it's not working. Well, if you can't help them and I can't help them, no. I feel like every woman... You give advice, please. (laughs) Well, it depends what kind of orgasm because this is the thing. There's so many different kinds of orgasms that women can have. And I love teaching. This is what my my coaching sessions are all about usually. It's just like teaching women how to become orgasmic because I think it's like take the focus off having that clitgasm. Anyone, I feel, can have a clitoris orgasm, you know, if they really focus on it and they've got a vibrator or their fingers and, you know, are dedicated to doing that. But you know, for a lot of women who come to New Yoga, it's like they hold a lot of shame around their vulva. And it's like that's usually the hardest part is a woman to take off her undies in the class. Like you you walk in in a kimono. You you don't walk in in clothes and undies and have to do this awkward strip yeah. piece. It's <laughs> like you just one leg at a time. Like <laughs> <laughs> So you come in and you're naked and that's because I've had a few women over the years say, can I just wear knickers? And, you know, you can, but you're not going to get the full experience because actually learning to love your body is learning to love your vulva. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you start to accept how she looks, like I've got a unsymmetrical vulva like Mm -hmm. my inner labia one of my labias is much bigger than the other one Mm -hmm. and it wasn't really until I started getting naked more often and practicing more nudism around the house like that I stopped giving a shit Mm -hmm. exactly and then you become more orgasm yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like goes hand in hand yeah I think that what I say to people like to my friends who can't orgasm I just say you need to connect with your body more and kind of seduce yourself and you know warm yourself up and and not be as well thinking about the orgasm but there's also obviously squirting that I really want to talk to you about because when we met I think I I just received like a month or two before the sacred squirt that's what it's called it's, that's got the name right yeah that's it go yeah. me proud of myself for that one trademark <laughs> um and it's like a tentacle but sh- you, you still sell this right I, I'm not I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about a product it's our best sold seller. out yeah great so at least it's like a tentacle that like curves up and it's supposed to hit your g-spot and make you squirt now I've tried a couple of times and I've tried with my abby g-spot vibrator and I can't do it Rosie how do I squirt <laughs> I'm fucking everyone is squirting the people I'm getting dms being like from about my vibrator and I'm people talking about as well I'll bring up like crystal wands and you know and like oh I squirted first go I would go up and like I squirted three times in 15 minutes and I was like fuck you first of all proud of you but also you fucking bitch I hate you uh and she's like I never squirted before so random thank you so much and I was like I'm happy for you but what okay Rosie can you give me a step by step I'm gonna go home such a process to this okay hit us right so I thought G-spot orgasming or squirting was a myth because when back when I was like 21, I had this like tantric master try to teach me and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I've made every woman squirt. And I was like, all right, well, go for it. Mm-hmm. And so he did this special little technique, nothing happened. But he did it to my friends and he, you know, that went to see him for a session and they all squirted. So I was like, no, maybe I just can't, you know. So when I was 26, I went to Bali, went to this jade egg workshop started connecting to my yoni, my sacred space, Mm -hmm. in a way that was really honouring and loving. And, like, I started wearing my yoni egg pretty much every day for, like, a month. And then... So should I do that? Because I have a yoni egg. 
Yeah, okay. you should because what it does is like, yes, it tight, like helps to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles, but it also, and you don't want to wear it for like long periods of time, just like 30 minutes to a few hours a day is enough. It wakes up all these like vaginal nerve endings internally and creates more sensation. It makes you feel a lot more juicy. Keep like a lot juicy, of women juicy. say they... They mm. feel more naturally lubricated when they wear it, um, okay. which is nice. Mm-hmm. And so what happened after about a month of me wearing this egg pretty consistently, all of a sudden, insects, my partner was, we were just having sex, especially like it was the position as well. Like I think you've got to find everyone's vaginal canal and like uterus and everything is shaped a little bit differently. So for me, it was lying back on this low couch and he was kneeling on the floor mm. and it was when he was kind of like rhythmically thrusting mm. and then he would mm. pull out and I would squirt. He'd and pull so, out then you'd squirt. So this is my thing. So this is I'm gonna start a squirting course because I don't know how many times I've been asked this. Can you it's, please? Yeah, I will, I will. I'll be your first customer. I will literally okay. come in more ways than one. <laughs> I hopefully. hope you do. Because <laughs> it's the pull I call it the pull out method. And you can have this with your partner or with yourself or your fingers or a wand or a dildo, whatever it is. And it's like you need something quite firm though. So that's why I really suggest something glass or crystal because you need almost like that firm pressure that's not going to bend back when it presses up against the G spot. Mm-hmm. And so you want to have this rhythmic pace. You want to be quite turned on initially. So you want to massage the clitoris and have lots of lube and lots of or coconut oil, whatever you use. And then you kind of pull out and you want to feel really relaxed and almost like you feel like you're going to wee. Mm-hmm. And that's the point where you, you don't clamp, you don't clench and like contract because if you do, it's going to basically, you know, stop take the it away. So, wait, sorry, <laughs> stop, stop the squirt. So, the yeah, the squirt does come from, you know, the urethra. In Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of people say, is it we? And it's like there are particles of urine that can be in there. Mm-hmm. But basically it's like the skein's glands that are on either side of the urethra are stimulated. And when you're really turned on, this liquid, like because you want to empty your bladder before you do all this. So you know it's it's not we. Okay. So have a we before you do all this. Okay. And then turn yourself on, but don't mm-hmm. have a click. Gasm. That I think that's the key. Don't have the click gasm first. Okay, it's hard um, to resist then, sometimes though. <laughs> it is, but you want to kind of wait and like get okay. yourself so engorged and so turned on that you're really wanting something inside of you, mm-hmm. and then pressing up against the G spot, which is a couple of inches inside of the vagina on the upper mm-hmm. wall, hooking it back and then pull it out after about every kind of four or five thrusts if that makes sense okay um, so we're, so we're kind of so say we've got the sacred squirter because i, I do have that so i may go home and try this out <laughs> message but like rosie oh actually my period i'll do it next week um okay. <laughs> and i'll let you know so like you've got like the end of the, of the tentacle and mm-hmm. then you are pushing it like one to like how fast because often what happens is people listen to my podcast and they'll mm-hmm. have earphones in while they're doing sexual things Oh. Not even kidding. And they'll Maybe be like, I had. guide them into it right now. Yeah. So if you if we do like a pace, like people literally tell me they suck dick with one AirPod in under their hair with my telling them how to suck dick. Yes. I know, that Rosie. That's amazing. I oh am... my God, this is ingenious. I know. So. They just need our voice in their, in their ears. <laughs> <while they're> doing... <laughs> no. So what, what's like the pace? Or it's different for okay. everyone. So it's like, oh, what word should I use? Pound? Yes. Thrust? Yes. Thrust. Yes. Okay, <laughs> thrust, 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 pull out. Fully? Thrust. Yeah, pull it out. Pull the whole thing out. It's gone. So I could squirt so out. So usually out of, you out of squirt it. when 
the dildo finger penis whatever it is comes out because that gives it space to release the fluid the ejaculate okay and then then we should be there well yeah but that can take some time you know what this is practice I wish I could just send you a video. I think you should do an OnlyFans, but an educational OnlyFans. Yeah. You should. Yeah, I I have a video, but it's for Ash's eyes only. Yeah. Um, But maybe... Love you, Ash. (laughs) We love you, Ash. You know what helps, I must say, and I'll send you one. It's a waterproof squirt blanket. Yes. So a lot of us have this, because as little girls and boys, we've been told, don't wet the bed, don't wet the bed, don't, you know, don't let it go. And so it's kind of this voice in your head that's telling you not to let go. And that actually would or be so you've true. May, yeah, or maybe you've been teased by an ex-boyfriend who's told you, oh, you just pissed on me or something, because I've heard a lot of women say they've mm. had that experience where mm. someone's shamed them, basically. And so they've shut down their orgasmic experience and probably mm. they didn't even know what was going on and so having a waterproof blanket underneath you and not one of those gross crinkly came out ones <laughs> i've tried them um like it actually helps your mind like let go especially if you have an expensive mattress you don't want to ruin that kind of thing mm. or bed bedding so mm. just having that underneath you i do recommend sitting in front of the mirror as well okay well i'm glad i got these tips out of the way because i was dying to i actually didn't plan to ask you this but i saw your face and i was like squirting so <laughs> which is i mean maybe a compliment maybe an insult i, I think it's a compliment oh it's a compliment i'm taking that amazing so we've got yoni pleasure palace and you saw these mats and the sacred squirter and the yoni eggs as well I also want to talk about the reason why I was reminded to get you back on and because now that I have beautiful Elise, she organizes my life for me. So I've been trying to get Rosie on for literally, and not trying, I mean, she's been trying to, oh, I've been trying to get her on, but I'm a lazy bitch. So what I was talking about was starfishing during sex. You did a post. Can you talk about that for a bit? That's another hashtag. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Um, I like Reclaim your starfish. Yes. So... I'm a self-proclaimed starfish Mm -hmm. and I didn't realise I held shame around it until Ash called me a starfish one day, my partner Ash. And I was like, oh, that's so rude. Like, don't call me that. And then she's like, but you are. I love that about you. I love that you just lie back and receive and you know exactly what you want and you can just totally, you know, be in the moment. But like, I guess, you know, when we were younger, I remember being not bullied or teased or hearing of boys teasing girls that they were sleeping with, that they were just like, they used to call, oh my God, where I'm from, I'm from Queensland, like rural Queensland. They used to call it a dead root. Yeah, same in Brisbane, dead root. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm from Toowoomba. Yeah, yeah, Um, babe. (laughs) Just Queensland things. Um, Yes. Oh, so those of you who don't know, a starfish is just when you lie there and you just receive basically, just if anyone's wondering what the fuck is a starfish? If, if you're from classier places than <laughs> um, where people don't say these things. But, yeah, it's a, it was a huge – I remember in high school and even, like, now you'll hear people say, oh, you know, wish – I don't really talk to straight men, though, so maybe when, when I was, like, 19. You know, that oh, like, wish you good in bed. They go, oh, she's a fucking starfish. Yeah, like, or a dead fish or yes, something like that. Yes, or a dead fish, yeah. And then I must have just mentioned it on my story and then a woman was like, wow, I love how you hold so much pride around that. I, I realise I've got so much shame and, like, oh, I was teased so badly for that. And I thought, well, for a lot of women, actually we need to lay back, like, literally open our legs lie down and to have an orgasm and fully receive, we actually really need to lie back and do that kind of thing. Mm. Like obviously some women jump on top and grind away and I've had those kinds of orgasms as well. Mm. 
But if you fully want to just like not be in the control and to fully receive, actually starfishing is how you, you kind of got to do that. It's primo. It's the best. And I think if we're all getting off, then what's what's the issue here, right? Like if, if you're enjoying it, and then I think as well, the more you're enjoying it, the better sex is for everyone. And there's no shame in just in knowing what you want as well is really important. If you know that you want to sit there and receive, then what's the issue? Yeah. And there's a thing called performative receiving, which is basically like performing whilst you're receiving just to make them happy. Mm. And like I think a lot of people have done that in the past and so doing a starfish can kind of like just lying back and doing nothing can trigger, you know, uh, maybe traumatic experiences in the past. But Mm. if you're with someone that, you know, really loves you and wants to, to make the effort, sometimes it can take 45 minutes plus to have an internal orgasm or have, you know, those deeper experiences. Yeah. So it's okay to starfish, everyone. It's okay to be a dead root. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Permission slip. Permi- um. Oh, my God. Can that be the podcast? I mean, at least, sorry, nodding. Me. Permission slip to be a dead root. <laughs> oh, my God. Taylor, it works for me. Another, another thing that you have started is the stop sucking in movement. And I did a post a little while ago. Because I realized like a year ago that like I'm always at least like tensing my stomach just because of how much we've been fed that having a flat stomach is ideal. I did a post about it where I just wasn't sucking in. And then I got all these DMs from physios and like gynecologists saying a lot of people who have uteruses and vulvas in their later years get incontinence, is that the right word, whether we themselves, because you've like – weakened your muscles or your I don't really know what they were saying. It was some medical stuff. From not sucking it in. As in no, from sucking it in. From sucking it in. And your lower back muscles are always – that's why my lower back is always sore because like I still am like – I still have to consciously think this is why your back is sore because you're sucking in and have been sucking in since you were 10 years old constantly. So tell us a bit about that and you can see all these as well in Rosie's highlights on her Instagram. She's got little like highlight Mm. things with cute little graphic designs on them so you can find them easily. So so can you explain that a bit and how Mm. um, that's impacted your followers and your little community as well? Yes. I realised at the start of this year that I was still sucking it in. Like in workshops, one of the things that I always say is like put your hands on your belly, soften your tummy and take, you know, three deep breaths and, you know, breathe in your belly. But I didn't realise that I was still sucking it in like day to day. Like it was really interesting. I'd be walking into a shop or I'd be sitting in my car and I'm sucking my belly and I'm like, Mm. what the hell am I doing? And I realised I'd been doing that since I was, I remember as young as seven or eight, like comparing myself to the other skinnier girls at school Mm. and thinking I was just ugly. Like I just Mm. hate it. Like I've always had like a little tummy and – Yeah, like this year I was like, that's enough. I'm not doing this anymore. And there's two things that really happen when we are sucking in our belly all day. First of all, if we're sucking it in, like everyone's sucking while we're talking right now, try and take a deep breath. Like try and take a deep, full (sighs) breath. You can't breathe, right? You're breathing up in your chest, up in your Mm. upper lungs. And that's creating more like, you know, anxiety in the body if we're breathing right up here in the chest. And the other thing that's happening is like the gynecologist was saying, it's like you get this overactive pelvic floor. So if you're sucking in your belly, you're actually unconsciously sucking in your vagina. 
as well, like yes. your pelvic floor muscles That's what they around were your saying. anus, vagina, and up, you know, towards your urethra, mm. everything's getting lifted. Mm. And so then there's all these women out there who can't have sex properly or can't fully, you know, orgasm or, yeah, like issues down the track with incontinence because of that issue. So it's like, I don't suck it in ever now. And if I do, I'm so, I've got my little voice in my head going, stop sucking it in. Like, it's just, I just don't do it. See, I have to literally, mine's more like the opposite. Like, I'm, I'm trying to not suck my stomach in because of you, because of your Instagram. I'm like, Rosie, you're third <laughs> of the point of you. Like, I, but um, but yeah, it's like, it's it's really hard to stop doing because it's even like part of my posture because it's been happening, like you were saying, since, we were, since I was a kid. And for what? Like, it's really damaging. To impress who? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. And who are we doing it for? It's quite sick and twisted. So you also, God, I have so many topics. I'm like, I want to power through them. Okay. <laughs> finally, kind of finally. So you also, your amazing fiance is so gorgeous. Uh, she just put up her hand and the ring was there. She's like. Yeah. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fiance Ash. So you two got engaged about how long ago now? Three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful video. I was crying watching it. It was so beautiful. But she then, she's had some medical issues since then. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, about three or four months ago, Ash got down on one knee and Mm. proposed and it was really beautiful. And then literally, Abby, a week later, she, so she just woke up with numb, tingling feet. And then the pain went into her back and she just, she just thought she had a pinched nerve or something like Mm. that. Like, she's a dancer. She's done calisthenics for years she's a jungle body choreographer and then all of a sudden like literally within a week or so her whole left leg was basically paralyzed what wasn't so much paralyzed it was in like chronic pain like nerve pain and I took her to emergency straight away and then she couldn't even get her into emergency we had to wheel her in a wheelchair and I thought this isn't like what this is more than a pinched nerve yeah we get in there they take her through to an MRI scan and they find that she's got inflammation on her spinal cord Mm -hmm. and I said to the doctor I'm like this is normal right like this is just easy fix and he's like I just I can't like he's the face that he had and he was like no this is signs of MS and Ash and I just looked at each other and just, I was in shock. I, I think I spent, I've only just sort of really come out of the shock mm. now. But yeah, so basically she, then she lost both sensation in both of her legs. So totally paralyzed. And then they took her through into doing like steroids and plasma exchange and all of this. And they said it was transverse myelitis, which is so under-researched and very confusing. But, so what is, but, what is that? What's transverse myelitis? It, it's basically myelitis? like myelitis. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it's like basically inflammation on your spinal cord. And a lot of people will just literally become paralyzed overnight. Like mm. she had a slow onset. Some people have a fast onset. They'll literally be driving the car and then boom, their legs are paralyzed. Or they'll be running and like, so she was very lucky in that sense. And then we've just found out, yeah, that it's caused by MS. And Mm. so we've got more tests and stuff to do. And it's just been, it's been a lot (laughs) like, because she just has needed, she came out of hospital and I thought she'd just walk out of hospital. I just thought, you know, I'd been doing so much meditation and so much like praying for her. And um, 
yeah, she she's in a wheelchair basically now, mm. but she's been doing so much physio and you know, she's on using crutches and stuff. So it's it's getting so much better. Yeah, I saw on Instagram she was able to do a few steps and walk towards you again. Cried. Um, <gasps> all your content's making me cry, babe. It's fucking <sighs> out of control. So she's able to. She, she's getting better. Like from she's not getting any new sensation. So it's still numb. Her left, her right leg came back to life. Thank okay. God. So it, left it, leg still numb. Okay. What happens from here? Because she's a, she's a dance teacher. She loves, you know, it's mm. I'm so it's so awful and I, I'm so sorry, but you both are so strong and your Instagram, like you two are such a beautiful unit mm. and I'm sure your support is helping her so much mentally and obviously she'd be helping you as well because you're going. To be honest, she's the resilient one. She's so strong. Mm. I've only seen her have a couple of little breakdowns. I've been the blubbering. I mean, I'm holding her. I'm strong. I'm doing what mm. I can and then some days – it was just really hard. I'm good now. I started seeing a therapist. I'm like working through good. the we shock of therapy. it all. Oh, therapy's the best. <laughs> I love therapy. <laughs> and now, you know, she did a kilometre the other day. I walked a kilometre with one crutch. So she's learning to walk on one leg, basically, in terms of walking with both legs, but she can't feel her leg, oh if God. that makes sense. Isn't that amazing? She is a trooper. She's just incredible. And it's making me fall in love with her bloody more because she's just, it's just, I don't know anyone who would have handled it like no, she has. That's incredible. So does she, so now she just keeps doing this physio and keeps trying on crutches and then she will be able to have. We don't even what, know yet. Is it always a big, because it's such a strange, There's so many, so much unknown. So I've got a neuro neurologist and he's going to help us basically find out what the best treatment mm. is. Mm. I'm trying to get her to eat, you know, drinks, green smoothies and stuff. And yes. She's not having a bar of it. Meditate so. and drink green smoothies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but she's like, nah. <laughs> like, We're so different. You're so, I know. You're, su- you're such like a wholesome, like... Well, you both are so wholesome and beautiful, but you're such like an earth, like, goddess. And then Ash is obviously an amazing goddess in her own right, in like a (laughs) dance, like, different way. I asked her the other day, I was like, babe, what makes you happy? Mm. And she said to me, food, sex, and footy. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I love you. Sometimes I feel like I'm dating a man, seriously. Actually, let's speak about how you met, because how you met is actually a really cute story. And I get a lot of DMs, and I'm, I've met a few girls in person about when, when I said that I was, you know, queer, bisexual, it helped them understand their own sexuality. So I think your story would help a lot of people in feeling mm. more normal and seen. So can you tell your story as well? I didn't really need to ask this, but it's such a beautiful story. It makes me giddy. Okay, where do I start? I'll just give it pretty brief, but basically I, I saw Ash on the dance floor, on she was teaching a jungle body workshop. This is like maybe six years ago now, 2015, yeah. And I saw her on stage. So my friend took me to this class. I didn't really even know what I was going to. And as soon as I saw her up on stage, like, Abby, I just had these pussy tingles. I, I had that. heart flutters. I had it all going on. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed. You know when you just meet <laughs> yeah. a girl and you're like, she is so hot. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, So cool. Obsessed. Why is she so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then anyway, I stalked her after that. We both, apparently we met afterwards, but I don't even, I think I blocked it out. It was so nerve-wracking. <laughs> um, she said she knew who I was, so she was super nervous as well. And then I went and followed her and she was married to, a, like, I thought she was definitely gay. Like, I'm like, mm. this chick is lesbian, 100%. Mm. Um, she was married with a baby. And I was like, okay. 
gaydar's way off I'll just leave that one alone mm. and we were both in hetero relationships and then it was about three years later I, I just reached out to her she was in my group and we're kind of actually I think we we're talking about squirting in the Yoni Pleasure Pals Facebook group mm. which is basically what we talk about in there all the time yeah. <laughs> and she commented on something and I just dm'd her and I was like can I just ask are you into chicks and she, I was so re- cute. It's actually really, really ballsy. Cute. I, I was it. so nervous. Like, can I just ask a quick question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you into chicks? And she was like, oh, hi. Um, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm bisexual. I, I am. And I was like, I knew it. And then we just started chatting, as you do. And yeah, when we met in person, we realized, like, this is way more than just sexual chemistry. We have to tell our partners because we thought we'll just have a little hookup, you know. We'll mm. tell our partners and just have a little fun and then go back to our partners. Mm. But that obviously was just never, ever going to happen. Like we just knew straight away. And then, yeah, so she separated from her husband and I broke up with my boyfriend and we were just on straight away. I became a stepmom overnight. Yeah. Um, it's Mackenzie, isn't it? Mackenzie, yeah, yeah. she's so sassy queen. Cute. Oh, because you have also have Instagram, um, Two Mum Tribe. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to follow that, it's the cute. She's so gorgeous and she she's does dancing so with Ash. Is she? Oh my gosh, she's like today, this morning, she was like, Rosie, we have the same texture. Our pajamas are the same texture. Oh. I was like, how do you know what the word <laughs> texture <laughs> is? I'm like, these are called flannelette, honey. And she's like, yeah, it's just. Same texture. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So smart, but oh, equally sassy. Yeah. And we love that, as we love about it. Yeah. But yeah, so you two have the, such a beautiful relationship and, and I'm so excited that you two are engaged and there for each other right now. And I can't wait to come and see you both or you come yes. to whenever, whenever the- I'll come to Sydney. Yeah. Come to whenever Sydney. there's a nude yoga thing, I will, I will fly to it and come to it. <laughs> Every week we do like a nightmare fuel. I did one last week because I had a, a weird moment. I won't really explain it. You can go listen to the uh, last episode to see what happened. But I try and get my guests to tell me about their worst date. And usually everyone has one or like worst interaction, whether it's sexual or a bad date or it's like a nightmare moment. So do you have one? Oh, I need to have a th- – like there was one time in London – and there was a, a dating app. This is before Tinder. This is a long time ago. It was called My Single Friend. Oh. I don't, I don't know <laughs> so you put your friend on there. So you write what? your friend's bio. What? Yeah. I don't even know if it's still around. And my friend wrote my bio, like basically, you know, so put you my do, photos. You crossed over. Yeah. So she, yeah. you, you did theirs and they did yours. You can't edit your – yeah. It's so you, your friend has to put it up for you basically. That's a yeah. <laughs> I know. It's great. Hey. Oh anyway, I, I, this guy looked really cute and so I was like, okay, we'll meet at the tube station. And you know that moment when you see them and they're not what they look like mm. in their photo? I turned to like leave – and because I just knew I just wasn't attracted. I mean, let's be honest, he was a man. I, I'm, I'm gay. Yeah. Um, looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, what was I doing all my life? Um, let's be and honest, then, I'm gay. But he caught me turning around and then he's like, oh, hey, Rosie, is that you? And I'm like, oh, shit. And so then I had to sit through two hours of like. Oh, my God. So, so was, he like, so you were too nervous so, then to be impolite. And you're too, like, yeah. And no. how was the date? Was he nice or not? It was really not okay. <laughs> the worst it was the most painstaking two hours of- <laughs> i love that you've tried to escape you're like mm. 
<laughs> and we even got the tube home together and we were like and I was like so I'll catch you later and there was no like I'll see you next time like no nah, mm. not even exchanging numbers but you anyway. didn't want to get a different you couldn't like go on a different platform and pretend you were getting on a different train or did you see it was too late he saw me I saw like it was just that <laughs> moment of like it's just it's the point of no return you can't fa- yeah that is that sounds awful that sounds really superficial of me but no but sometimes you I mean A you're saying you're gay so I mean you know <laughs> I mean, you know, but also, um, I wish I dated more girls. Like, I because I've never dated girls. Except I've only for ever just Ash. been with Ash. Yeah, I think I, I wish you've been inspiring to start dating more girls. Date girls, I asked, Abby. I asked to go on the date the other uh, other week when I was drunk, and then I got a number, and then I was too scared to message her, and it's been two weeks. <laughs> it's I think scary. it's too late. I think it's too late now. It's, it's not. been two four weeks. Should I miss? I'll message her. Ah, just be that person who approaches them and just initiates it. Yeah. Girls well, need that. One of you needs to. Okay. I did message her and I said, hey, it's Abby. And then she replied the next day and then I got too nervous and threw my phone away because I was like, ah! That's really, really cute. pretty. That's what it's like with girls. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you just throwing phones, texting and just throwing. They're like, ah! That's what I did oh when God. I texted Ash. I remember I like texted her and then left. Oh, <sighs> it's so, it's so. It's so hard. I'm like, I also, because I've only like slept with girls. I've only, I haven't ever dated them because I just don't know what. But I went to a psychic the other day, Kale O'Donnell, and he said that in 2023, I'll be in a relationship with a woman and there'll be photos on Instagram of me in a canyon. <laughs> Whoa, that's really specific. I know. So we're putting it out there, we're manifesting it. Maybe I'll I'll be like you and Ash and find my one true love that's actually a woman and realise that probably shouldn't have been any men. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, don't look back and All right. Well I'll don't. do the I'll take my girl on a date. Yes. Uh, I'll do that. I'll keep you accountable. Please. Oh, yeah, message me. Um, okay, mm. can you please plug all your stuff because you've got so much and I want everyone to be able to find you because I'm sure they would have oh, fallen I... in love with you after this episode. And I just remembered, I have a Facebook group called Girl Meet Girl. I haven't even talked about that oh my before, God. but, like, it's girls to Can you girls. talk about it a bit? Oh, no, that's, that's just it. It's just a Facebook group. And if you want to meet girls, it's called Girl Meet Girl. And it's just because so many women in the Yoni Pleasure Pals Facebook group were like, I just want to date girls. And I thought, I'll just create a group. There's like a thousand people in there now. But if you're really scared to like go on dating apps, you can just like put a little post in there. Just oh an God. FYI. Me posting, yeah. hey guys. My- <laughs> you might not know me, but. <laughs> um, okay, so you- so- okay, so tell us all the pluggables because I'm, I, I want everyone to be able to find you. So yonipleasurepalace.com is where all the sex goodies are, sex toy mm-hmm. goodies. The Golden Yoni membership is my membership where it's kind of like my OnlyFans. I'm not 100% full frontal. I teach women breast massage and that kind of thing. And I think down the track it'll go to actually teaching women how to do the orgasm that they want to do. So that's the Golden Yoni membership. And then there's nakedawakening.com.au if you want to book in for a nude yoga. I've got an instructor in Queensland, an instructor in Victoria, and two in in New South Wales. So, yeah, it's good to just trust the process, book the ticket, and just turn up. It's the best thing you'll ever do. Amazing. And it's Rosie.Reese, isn't it? Rosie.Reese. Yes. Yeah, I'm often shadow banned for something, so oh. you might have to type it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, babe. I'm always shadow yeah. banned as well. Thank You'd you. understand. We'll put the links all in the in the description anyway so people can just click on the link if you are shadow banned. Um, thank you so much for coming on. It was so great to finally talk to you. I'll be on again. Maybe I'll come to a yoga class and then we'll talk about it afterwards on the podcast. I'll come to Sydney and yes. host a class. Please. 
VIPs. Yes. And yeah, I'd I love, love to do that. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much, Gorge. <laughs>